Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Humane Nation podcast. I am your host, Allie. Happy Tuesday. I hope you guys are doing great and hanging in there and staying healthy. Um, My husband is just getting over the flu, and so it's been a little bit crazy here, and it just seems like everywhere there is just all kinds of bugs going around right now. So I hope you're staying healthy and safe. This episode is going to be a little bit shorter but I think that you will find it, well, at least I hope you will find it quite useful. It may seem like a divergence from our usual topic of animal welfare issues, but I think that it still falls under that same realm because this is something we've talked about before and something we will continue to talk about, but your buying choices has a lot of power. I mean, that in itself can be both either exciting and liberating or terrifying, depending on how you're viewing it. But regardless, it is exciting to know that just by changing how you shop or how you buy gifts can make a really positive impact. And that's something you can start doing today. So essentially, this episode is going to serve as your holiday gift guide for animal lovers. So if you are an animal lover and maybe you're having a hard time going about this whole gift giving and receiving time of year, it can be a challenge, especially if you're kind of new into this lifestyle. If you find something that you find useful in this episode, share it with your friends and family or maybe a significant other that you know will be shopping for you. And just say, hey, you know, I kind of resonate with this podcast episode. Maybe you could give it a listen. And maybe it'll help encourage them to think a little bit differently and more cautious of, you know, what it is that they're buying and hopefully respecting, you know, what your likes and dislikes are. And same thing goes for you as an animal lover giving gifts to family and friends who may not be on the same page as you. You know, how do you go about giving a gift that maybe you're not fully on board with? Is there an alternative that they would still enjoy? If they're looking for a new wallet, you know, avoiding leather and finding a really cool alternative, which actually we're going to be talking about later. But, you know, these are the kinds of things that you can be thinking about that maybe others can be thinking about when buying something for you. And so... In general, I know I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but in general, I hope that this episode will be a little bit useful and ultimately um, just something to help get you started in thinking about ways to have a more humane Christmas. You know, we talked about having a humane Thanksgiving. Now we're going into having a humane Christmas holiday season. All right, before we get into that, let's go ahead and talk about some animal news first. According to the BBC, Jersey UK has proposed a new law that would focus on what information should be allowed on supermarket food. Specifically, quote, labeling meat with information detailing if the animal's welfare had been looked after properly, unquote. I think this is such a neat initiative and I really hope that this law will progress for them. Specifically, they were wondering and asking the Environment, Housing, and Infrastructure Scrutiny Panel if there would be a ban on the importation of certain products, specifically chlorinated meats. And this is a topic that I'm still trying to learn and understand myself because I wasn't aware of it before, but chlorinated meats essentially is 
in the U.S. in a poultry factory farm type setting, once poultry has gone through the line, at the end of the line, they are rinsed with a chlorine solution to help kill any sort of bacteria. The U.K. has stopped that practice since the 90s, but the U.S. is still going at it and still using chlorine to kill bacteria on the meat. But because of the UK signing on to the free trade agreement, American products will be able to go into the UK. And Jersey now has open borders to receive those imports as well. And so essentially the government told them that, you know, we wouldn't be able to ban the imports, but instead, quote, label the product with low welfare stickers instead, unquote. And I think this is such a cool idea. And I wonder how having a sticker that says low welfare would alter people's buying habits, you know, and I would be especially interested to see what would happen in the U.S. because oftentimes people go in and they look at a package of meat and they just see it as exactly that, a package of meat, not realizing what the animal went through before it came to be in a package at the supermarket. Unfortunately, in the U.S., most of the meat that you see in the supermarket is from mass-producing factory farms. But I would be really curious to know. I really hope that this law will pass for Jersey, and I'm really interested to see how that would go. How a simple change like putting low-welfare sticker on meat packages, how, how that would change things. Because in the U.S., which now this kind of moves into our second piece of news, the Pork Business website just released yesterday an article titled, Producers Beware, a look inside the animal activist's playbook. And long story short, they're not happy with how animal activists and how they say extremists <laughs> um, are going about activism, essentially, big animal welfare organizations shedding light on the realities of factory farming. They're not happy with any of that. They're not happy that it's turning consumers away from animal-based products. They went on to talking about the various animal welfare organization conferences that they have going on, like the Humane Society of the United States taking action for animals, which I've attended virtually before, and I don't see it as an extremist conference. Uh, that is not what I took from it at all. But I'm sure from a pork industry point of view, it can be viewed as extremist. They then go into talking about how they're not particularly pleased with how animal welfare organizations use undercover investigation videos in court or how they pull at the emotions of consumers. And at the very end of the article, they pretty much saying how it's going to be really important this coming year to share, quote, the animal ag story, unquote, and then going on to say, quote, combat misconceptions and ensure consumers understand the truth about how their food is raised, unquote. Now remember, the pork industry are the same people that are fighting Prop 12, which essentially would allow mother pigs to be able to turn around, to do a very basic, simple thing and turn around. These are the same people that want consumers like you to know the animal ag story and to know the truth about how their food is raised. Just keep that piece of information in mind. These are the same people 
that don't want to allow their mother pigs to turn around. But anyways, you guys, I know that this is not pleasant news. I mean, it's exciting for Jersey, UK. I hope it works out for them. And I hope that the U.S. can demand for better practices here. All right, you guys, with that, let's go ahead and jump into today's topic. Wow, I guess I did a longer news portion this time. I am really sorry about that, but thank you for sticking around and bearing with us. We are going to be going into this topic of a holiday gift guide, which I'm super excited about. I think it's a fun topic. I think it's neat to be able to think differently and creatively and maybe give you some ideas that you haven't thought about before. When I was trying to ask my husband, I was like, how many ideas should I give? Because there really are just tons of ideas. And so I figure I'm just going to give kind of smaller categories and maybe, you know, just here and there ideas. But um, I hope that in general, it might be able to spark you to do your own research into different gift ideas in general for animal lovers. With that, let's go ahead and get started. The first thing we're going to be talking about is book ideas for your fellow animal lover. There is a book, actually my husband got this for me for my birthday earlier this year, and it's called The Animal Lover's Guide to Changing the World. It's written by Stephanie Fieldston, and so far it is incredible. I definitely recommend this one. This book goes into talking about all of the different ways you can make a difference for animals, and the book is broken down into different parts. I think three parts. Uh, the first one being getting political, the second one getting wild, and then the third one getting personal. So this is the first recommendation I have. Another idea for a bookworm would be How to Be a Good Creature, a Memoir in 13 Animals. This is a book written by Cy Montgomery, and I have never read this one personally, but this is something that I think I'll be adding to my wish list because it is really neat. There's really good reviews about it. Essentially, Montgomery reflects on the personalities of 13 different animals. It gives a good glimpse into looking at animals differently. This is um, a really neat option, something that, like I said, I'm going to be adding to my wish list soon, and a good reminder that all animals have their unique personalities. But again, the book is called How to Be a Good Creature, A Memoir in 13 Animals. And again, that's by Cy Montgomery. Now, if you have an animal lover in your life who just really loves learning about animal facts and how cool different animals are, another book I would recommend is called Zoology, Inside the Secret World of Animals. And this is by Smithsonian. Or I should say the Smithsonian is a contributor. But this one is really neat. It goes into talking about various animals, gives different facts. It has amazing pictures in it. And they even say that the, the pictures were specifically commissioned for this book. And so you won't be able to find these pictures anywhere else, they claim. But this is another one that I would definitely recommend if you have maybe even a teenager or preteen in your life who just really loves animal facts zoology, inside the secret world of animals. But if maybe the animal lover in your life isn't really one for books, that's okay because there are still plenty of other ideas. 
specifically really when it comes to cosmetics. Now, cosmetics doesn't have to necessarily mean makeup. If you're looking for a stocking stuffer idea for a loved one in your life, I highly recommend checking out cruelty-free-kitty.com. She has amazing resources for cosmetic brands and which ones are cruelty-free, which ones are not, which ones look like they would be cruelty-free but are definitely not. And she even has a page that breaks down by products so you can search for fragrances, so perfumes, you can search for makeup, skincare, nail polish, general body care, you know, there are just so many different things that you can shop by and it's really neat. So again, cruelty-free kitty, there is one lotion, I guess a body lotion that she talks about that I actually have on the very top of my wish list and this is something my husband knows and I've been giving some pretty heavy-handed hints that this is definitely something I would like for Christmas. But it's a company called Buddha Organics and they make this body lotion called Buddha Butter. And I don't know why this is just so exciting for me, but I guess because I get really bad dry skin in the wintertime and and so they're kind of, I think, a smaller family-owned business, but they use really high-grade ingredients that are non-GMO, that are sustainable, that are vegan, and they are completely cruelty-free. At no point in their production do they test on animals, they do not test their final products on animals, and they do not sell to countries that require animal testing. They don't just carry the the body butter. They also have lip balm that you can have and they have different scents and I think one that's even unscented. So if, if some guys don't really like a scented lip balm, you know, that could be an option for them too. So this is definitely one that is on my list, but this is something, you know, I wanted to share with you and you can have it on your radar. But as I said, Cruelty Free Kitty also gives options and ideas for cruelty-free fragrances. So a new perfume, that would be a fantastic Christmas gift idea for a loved one. But yes, I highly recommend checking out Cruelty Free Kitty, especially if you're interested in giving some sort of cosmetic gift, whether that be a fragrance, whether that be body care, or even makeup. And actually, if you're interested in subscription boxes or your family or friend, whoever it is that you might be buying for, is interested in subscription boxes, Cruelty Free Kitty does have a Cruelty Free Beauty Box that she just launched, I think, I think at the beginning of this year. And it's called the Better Beauty Box. And I have actually subscribed to this box before. I did the May, June, and July boxes. And this was so much fun to receive in the mail. I highly recommend subscribing to this box if you are interested in getting introduced to new cruelty-free vegan cosmetics every month or whether you want to give this subscription to somebody else. I think it is totally worth it. And, you know, this is my personal opinion, but I do really think it is worth it. For about $35 a month, you get over $100 worth of full-size cosmetic products. I think it does vary month to month just how many you get, but the worth is always over $100 or right around 100 at least. 
one of the things I loved about this box was one, that it was a surprise. I didn't know what I'd be getting that month. And two, it really helped me see that there are all kinds of brands I have never heard about that are cruelty-free. And so my new favorite face mask and eye cream and face serum have come from this box. And it's the Florin B brand. It's amazing. When I do the face mask and serum and eye cream combo, I do it kind of as a treat myself skincare routine, but but yeah, this is definitely something I would recommend. I have loved the Butter Beauty box. They even give you a slip that tells you which charity they were donating to that month. I mean, a $35 subscription box to a significant other or to your friend or family member, you know, that is a really great gift. And even if it's just for one month, they'll be getting over $100 worth of products. And like I said before, they're full size. They're not just sample size products. They are actual full size. So that is another idea that is something to think about. But while we're on this topic of subscription boxes, if you have a foodie in your life that would love a vegan food snack box that is delivered on a subscription basis, then there are actually several different kinds that you might be interested in. For the U.S., there's one called Vegan Cuts Snack Box. This is one that I've never tried before, but it sounds really interesting, and I love vegan snacks, so maybe it's something we'll have to try someday. There's also, if you're in the U.K., there's one called the Vegan Kind Lifestyle Box. And if you're in Australia, there's one called the Vegan Box. So there are different kinds depending on where you are in the world, but it, it definitely sounds like another really fun kind of subscription box. So for the U.S., the Vegan Cut Snack Box, just to give you an idea of price points, if you do it on a just month-to-month kind of basis, then it's $27.95 a month. If you sign up for a three-month term, then it's $25.95 a month. And then if you decide to sign up for a six-month term, it is $24.95 a month. And if you go to their website at vegancuts.com, you can see what they put in the November, October, and September boxes, just to give you an idea of what exactly is included. But they say that all of their snacks that they put in the boxes are 100% vegan and cruelty-free, and you get 10 or more items per month. So definitely sounds like another really fun subscription box idea. If that's something that you're interested in or you know that your friend or family, whoever it is that you might be buying for, could be interested in as well. Okay, moving on to clothing and accessories. Now, clothing is a little bit more difficult sometimes, especially if you're looking for completely vegan, sustainable brands. It, it can get a little pricey. And for this section, I do want to say maybe just a word of caution of when you're considering what to buy for your animal lover friend. This really depends on, you know, kind of where they are on the animal rights, animal welfare scale. If they are more towards, you know, vegan and not wanting to use any sort of animal products or eat any sort of animal products, then I would steer clear of buying clothing that's made of silk, uh, wool, suede, leather, any sort of, you know, materials such as those because of their history of coming from animals. 
there are cruelty-free vegan clothing brands out there, but like I said, they can get a little bit more pricey. And so I, I'm a little bit more hesitant to list out some just because, you know, I, I don't know realistically everyone's different price points, but uh, one, for example, is called Toad & Co. And there's another one called Tree Tribe, which I think they're more towards being more mindful of the planet. Um, but something that's really interesting and really neat about Tree Tribe is that they have a really cool alternative to leather wallets and small co cosmetic bags in a way. Instead of using leather, they have found a way to use leaves. And these, these wallets look so cool. Not only is it amazing that they don't use leather, but the price point is actually really, really well. I'm, I was really surprised. I thought it was going to be much more expensive, but depending on what you're looking for, if you're just looking for a bifold, for example, that's about $35. But if you're looking for a clutch, which they also have, little clutch uh, handbags, that runs about $40. But even still, considering that this is an alternative for a leather wallet, also just the cool factor that it's made from leaves and they all look different. So again, their website is called Tree Tribe and they have the leaf wallets. But kind of going back to clothing really quick, I do want to mention another brand that it it's not necessarily geared towards animal welfare vegan type crowd, but it's more geared towards, um, you know, protecting the planet and being mindful and sustainable. But they're called Happy Earth. And actually, my husband has bought me items from them before, and I've really enjoyed them. But they're helping clean up trash and fighting climate change, planting trees, on their website, they claim to be a climate positive, responsibly made, and going zero waste kind of company. So they're they're definitely doing some good work. And they could be another good option for depending on what it is you're looking for. They have different products from clothing to jewelry and scarves, water bottles, blankets, stickers, all kinds of things. Um, definitely something to check out depending on what it is, like I said, that you might be looking for. Again, they're called Happy Earth. Another idea for the animal lover in your life is supporting an organization that they love, whether that be a sanctuary, rescue, larger animal welfare organization, whatever it may be, making a donation in their name or symbolically adopting an animal in their name, or becoming a monthly sponsor of a resident at a sanctuary. You know, these are all different ways that you can help support a cause that they love and also give them this gift that will definitely resonate with them and be something special and personal for them. If their favorite organization has merchandise available, you could buy merchandise for your friend, family, significant other, and again, this is kind of twofold because it's something that they love, but is also benefiting that organization as well. So I hope that this gives you a little bit of insight into some options and just showing you that there are so many different ideas and ways you can go when buying Christmas gifts for the animal lover in your life. 
All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can actually find the links to all of the different ideas I've mentioned in today's episode right here in the show notes. So if something seemed interesting to you or sparked your interest, please feel free to go check it out. Again, you can find that in our show notes. As you all know, we love hearing about your adopted pets and your foster pets. We have not had a story in a very long time. You can go to thehumanenation.com, click on the podcast tab, and in the drop-down box, you will see Feature Your Pet. Go ahead and click on that and fill out the form, and we will feature them right here and celebrate their story. And for sanctuaries, if you have a resident that is in need of a sponsorship, we would be more than happy to share their story right here on our podcast as well. You can go to thehumanenation.com, click on the podcast tab, and in the drop-down box, you will see four sanctuaries. Go ahead and fill out that form, and we will feature them right here on the podcast, and we will also feature them on our social media platforms as well. Oh, and by the way, if you've been checking out our website and you've noticed, why hasn't Allie been updating the blog posts? Well, I am really sorry about that. But actually, I am in the process of transitioning to a new website host, and and so it's going to be a little bit busy. I probably will not be updating blog posts from now until the end of the year. Again, you guys can follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you can see what we're up to. If you've been following us on Facebook and Instagram, Then you probably saw that last week we launched our merch for the first time on Bonfire, and I am super excited. We will be updating designs and adding new designs periodically, so just keep an eye out on that. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. 